0: just start. Not tomorrow, not next week. Just do the damn thing today. You know, stop trying to wait for that perfect time or opportunity. It's not ever going to come. In fact, in the time that you're waiting for that perfect time, and I say that in quotations, someone else is going to swoop in. Like someone else is going to take that inspired action.
1: Namaste and welcome. I'm Vitina Blumenthal and you're listening to the Soul Compass Podcast the place for creative minds and soulpreneurs just like yourself to find your inner calm and deepen your self-discovery journey. You'll learn practical tips from experts and get inspired to enhance your mental and emotional well-being. Turn off your notifications, put your phone on airplane mode for this episode. It's time to focus and renew your commitment to yourself. Are you ready to take your passion and turn it into your dream business or are you a wellness and spiritual entrepreneur that's ready to take your biz to the next level? The first step is taking our free brand alignment audit where you'll discover your unique strengths and opportunities to optimize your wellness brand. With this step-by-step guide, you'll tap into greater confidence, abundance, and alignment with the soul of your business. You can find the Brand Alignment Audit for free on AlignCreativeMinds.com. Rach, thank you so much for joining us again on the Soul Compass podcast today.
0: Thank you so much. I love our chat, so I feel very honored and I'm so grateful that you've asked me to be back on. We always
1: have great conversations and you know Rachel and I met probably like four or five years ago now and and you know I've always appreciated your story. So Rachel worked in an office job from the day she finished university and she never understood how others around her seemed to be so content with a nine-to-five lifestyle and she's a dreamer. She always dreamed of freedom, so freedom to travel, work for herself and make money doing something that she really loved and enjoyed. You know, I've been so grateful that I've been able to follow Rachel's journey and she's as she's been growing her her online business and like through her wins, through her failures, you know, she's really figured it out and she's found her groove and now 10K months in her business are her new normal. She is recognized as a wellness expert and influencer and she's working with brands that she loves to, and actually uses. She eats in some of the, her favorite and best restaurants in, <laughs> in Toronto and I'm sure around the world and she's been sent on trips all over the world. She hosts and leads events and workshops and she's also been featured in reputable TV online and print publications and she does get paid to do all of the above. So this is why I needed to bring her on today to spill her beans of four ways to turn your passion into profit. So Rachel, again, thank you so much for joining us and really bringing your authentic guidance to our listeners today.
0: Thank you. Wow. What an intro. I love that. (laughs) I appreciate that so much.
1: Yeah. And, you know, given the current circumstances, being in the middle of a crisis, what are your thoughts on Tapping into your passion at this time, especially when people are maybe in a mindset of fear and lack because of, you know, their survival needs.
0: Yeah. So it's really interesting because I've seen kind of like this wave of like a roller coaster of emotions and, you know, responses and feelings and fears that have come up from women I I talk to who are interested in perhaps working with me or my existing clients, or even just with other, you know, of my peers, like other entrepreneurs. And, you know, there was definitely like widespread fear when this all first happened, because I think a lot of us, myself included, were like, what the heck does this mean for my biz? What is this going to do? Like, what are the implications? None of us knew. And I think even now, none of us truly, really know but I think the dust has settled a little bit and I would say truthfully the first week or two I gave into that fear a little bit you know I'm human and I was you know just listening to a lot of the fear and I was like oh god like okay I got to figure this out and then I had something come over me and I was able to kind of flip the script that I was telling myself and just start to stand up and not even for, you know, new clients or or new business coming in, but for my existing clients, because if I'm their, you know, their coach and they're looking up to me and I'm supporting them, I really had to stand into my power for them to stand into their power and to really say F the fear, you know, like really to say like, this fear is an illusion. We have a choice. And my choice is to think abundantly. My choice is to believe that things are going to work out and that this is all going to be okay. And I kind of use that message with me through my business and you know, continue to inspire and empower women through my audience to Go after it, you know, like when else in our lives have we ever been awarded or afforded this much time, you know, this much space in our mental clarity. I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't, you know, real concerns or real struggles that are occurring. Those are real. Those are valid. However, if you're the type of person who's entrepreneurial or has been, you know, thinking about starting something and has been putting it off, you know, finding all the excuses in the books to not do it, this is the perfect opportunity. This is the golden opportunity you've been waiting for. You know, there's never going to be a better time. When else are we going to be able to work from home? You know, I know you and I work from home, but if you're working a traditional job that nine to five or even part-time, a lot of women I talk to are, you know, still working out of the home, even part-time, whether it's serving or it's personal training or it's, you know, going into a clinic as a, you know, health coach or whatever it is, right? When else are we being forced to work from home and really reflect on our lives and what, what choices we've made? And if you've been sitting there for years, months, weeks, wanting to start something, this is the perfect time, you know? Like there's I don't know. My whole mantra, like even the day I started my business, like just freaking start, like just go for it. And I think for those of you who haven't just started and haven't just gone for it, this is the time to do it. And it is the perfect time to embrace what you're passionate about and make an honest effort to make that profitable, to make make a biz out of that. Yes. And you
1: know, I think that often there's a block for people when you're really passionate about something and maybe it just seems to come naturally and it feels really good doing it. There's a block and like a thought that's like, oh, I don't deserve to be paid for this. I'm curious how you work through that with your clients.
0: Yeah, that's a really good question because my belief and not even just a belief, it's truth, you know, I've done a lot of research and a lot of studying around money mindset and you know, what it's taken for me to like grow my business. Because at the end of the day, it comes down to mindset. You can have all of the fancy systems and structure and strategy, but you know, at the end of the day, if you don't actually believe you're worthy or deserving of what you want to charge or, or anything to do with your worth, it's going to affect your income. It's going to affect your earnings. So uh, working with your self-worth, like raising your self-worth, is going to directly correlate with your now I call it your net worth right what you're worth and and how much you're earning so when you raise that you will earn in proportion to that so i work with a lot of my clients i mean i use a series of of different techniques i love tapping i know you and i have talked about this before but honestly guys if you've never tried tapping like YouTube it you know there's so many tapping sequences out there and tapping to me is a really amazing tool but if that's something that you're maybe like not ready to dive into it's really important first and foremost to even become aware of where you may be giving up your power and when you give up your power you're really giving up a piece of your worth and assessing kind of where you could be giving that up so is it when you hop on a discovery call you're apprehensive to like talk about the pricing and therefore you find yourself like overcompensating by that price point with like, you know, offering like twice as many calls or giving them discounts or, you know, like basically bending over backwards and failing to set boundaries that impact you in a, in a way that takes away from your unique gifts and your innate powers. And so it's kind of hard for me to like define what specifically I do, but a lot of it comes down to just awareness. So becoming super aware of it and becoming aware of it, not to look at that and be like, Oh my God, I have so many problems. And wow, like I'm giving up my power a lot, but for you to begin detaching from it, because I feel like, especially when we write something down, it goes from like the scattered chaos in our mind and we can write it down. And it's like putting that into physical form. Right. So there's an energy even with that. And it allows us to kind of look back at it and be like, wow, like, Okay, like this is what's going on. You can almost look at it because it's no longer swirling in your mind and it's coming out and you can look at it like a little bit more objectively. You're able to detach from it a little bit more. And when we detach from it, you know, we're starting to reject it, right? We're able to stop accepting that as our as our truth. And so then when we start to detach from that, we're then creating space for us to write a new script, right? It enables you to detach from it, to create space, to write something that feels better for what you want, right? And, and just one thing I want to add on is where I see so much of the struggle come from is women coming to me being like, I'm doing all the things, you know, I'm saying the mantras, I'm doing this work, I'm writing it out. But the thing is, our conscious mind is our goal setter, but our subconscious mind is the goal getter. So consciously, you could be saying one thing, but if your subconscious programming contradicts that, it's going to cancel it out. So the results that you desire that you keep just missing the mark on, or that you just feel like are always within arm's reach, and you're never quite claiming them and achieving them, it's because the conscious and the subconscious are out of alignment. So the work I do is really about aligning those two so that what you say and what comes out of your mouth is what your subconscious mind believes. And if your subconscious mind believes it, right, coming out of the core, which is like your worth, your confidence, that's where the results lie.
1: Yeah. You know, even for, like drawing from my personal experience, there had been so many times especially when I was running Wonderful Soul, that I was ready to launch an online course and I was doing all of the steps. I was doing all of the steps to get me there. I did this like cycle like three or four times and then I just would never launch. And it's like, there was such a block there for myself, and and you know I've I've worked through that, but it was definitely my mindset around do I deserve this? But also, it was definitely my inner critic coming out and being like, uh, no, people are gonna judge you. What do you know? Like I was going down this dark, dark rabbit hole of self-sabotaging thoughts, and I would just never push through. Like even looking back, like it's almost like I'm still working through that and my worth. But even like drawing from another example, because I was also always doing design on the side and and design was taking up a lot of my time and I was never really charging maybe what I was worth. I was bending over backwards, giving people discounts, um, working with their budget, and then just because I wanted to serve people, I wanted to like help them bring their vision to life. But it was when I decided, and it, like I almost was gonna throw up. I sent clients, I sent clients emails, being like, "Okay, this is now my rate." I couldn't sleep that night because I'm like, "Oh my gosh, am I going to lose all my clients?" Am I going to lose them because I now increase my rates? And in that process, you know, I had people that were like, okay, Bettina, cool. That's great. Let's continue working together. And I had others that were a little resistant and setting a boundary was so key in that process. And technically I have less clients now, but... We're making more. But I'm making more and I'm sane in the process. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Okay. I love that so much. We're all deserving. Like, just remember, like, we are all cut from the same cloth, essentially. We come into this world as like pure, whole, worthy beings. And what happens along the way is we're conditioned and programmed otherwise. But really, what it comes down to is like, Coming back to our truest self, and our truest self is whole, worthy, and deserving of whatever we want. So that's number one. Just remind yourself that. And then, to your point, like what happens? And this is something that I work with a lot of my clients that they come to me and they've got like they're barely making any money, but yet they're working their butts off. And I'm like, what? No, something's got to give here, babes. Like, you are going to burn out. You're going to get resentful. You're going to hate what you're doing. You're going to hate your clients, and you're going to get nowhere. Like this is not sustainable. And the same fears come up. What happened with you, it's as soon as you stood in your power and you're like, look, like these are my rates, take it or leave it. And when you have that kind of like take it or leave it mentality, it's like you trust in something bigger than yourself. You trust that if one door closes, so one client or two clients are like, you know what, that's a little out of our budget now. It's like, okay, that's okay. That's fine. Because then when they close, you're opening up a new door for clients who see your value see your worth and want to pay you exactly at that at that frequency because it's energy and so if you keep giving up your power and bending over backwards cuz I did the same I mean everything I say here like they come from personal examples because I I did that Basically, my mindset wasn't really abundant. It was just like survival. Like, what do I need to to earn just to like get by, you know? Maybe like a flight here and there. But like overall, it was like very lack minded. And I work way less now and I make way more as well but that's because energetically I'm just like available for women who show up or clients who show up and see that value. It's not laziness. It's not like wanting to work. It's just the work when you operate at that higher frequency and are available for clients who are also at that frequency, everything's in flow. And when you're in flow, it doesn't feel like work, even though we're probably working the same amount, maybe a little less, but you know, we're, we're working at a pace and at a frequency that just feels a lot better. And so to stand in your power, yeah, it's going to feel scary because of that fear, which is the ego of like, Oh my God, like people are going to like drop off. Good. Let those people drop off so that you can make room for the higher quality, you know, higher frequency clients.
1: Yes. And one other thing that comes to mind when you say that is the amount of creativity that starts flowing when you have the space for it, because when you started talking about having resent towards client, that was me. Yeah. I was full of resentment. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hate design. I don't want to do this. Like I was going off on a tangent and then all of a sudden I changed my rates and I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> yes. This is so amazing. I'm, being, I'm able to be so creative. Yeah. And that was the one simple switch yeah but i do want to you know for our listeners i want to like give them those four ways high level to turn their passion their dream into a
0: profitable business how do they do that so the first one would be we kind of been talking about this it's getting out of your own way okay so pushing past those fears doubts or limiting beliefs to take action towards what you love what lights you up um you know so whether it's starting that blog or it's a vlog or that social media account, you know, start sharing the subject matter of what you're passionate about. And who cares if you only have one follower, really? Like who, who cares? The first step is always the hardest and it gets easier from there. Like I cringe if I think about what my first blog post or my first social media post or even my first, you know, video, oh my God, cringy video or podcast episode, like any of your firsts are going to be so cringeworthy, but that didn't stop me. And that shouldn't stop you from just going for it and improving along the way. Nobody's going to look back when you're, you know, super successful making 10 K a month or greater and being like, Oh, but your first blog post really sucked. It's like, yeah, it did. And I'm proud of it because now here I am, you know, like you just got to get out of your own way because really like the fear of judgment or the fear of failure or whatever other fears are coming in is just your ego self. And you got to just, Clear that path and take that aligned action, which is what the higher self wants. And it'll be that little nudge, that little ping, that little, you know, creative burst. And that's what you got to go with. The fear and the ego will always be there. But the more we push past it, the more successful we can become. So that's number one. Number two would be establishing your position to become an expert. So I'll give an example. And this is something that I notice. all of a sudden I would start following someone or start paying attention, closer attention to someone. And they just stood out. It's like, where, like you, you almost wonder like, where did they came out of nowhere, right? Like, it seems like all of a sudden, like they just came out of nowhere. Who are they? What are they doing? And really what I've noticed is that they're claiming their position. They're claiming their position, sharing value, forming opinions and commanding authority. And it's really important that you do so when you decide to turn your passion to profit. You don't wanna just be one out of a hundred. You don't wanna just get lost in the sea. There's always going to be someone who's doing something similar. There's tons of other, you know, designers. There's tons of other coaches. However, what will set us apart is our unique advantage, us having opinions, us sharing value, and us just believing that, you know, we have something valuable to offer. And this is really important when you decide to turn your passion into profit. So do it a little differently than others are. Find a void within your niche or within your industry and fill it right so you may look at if you're wanting to be a coach you know look at all the other coaches out there you know observe what they're doing but perhaps it's like you know what though like they're missing this like this is one thing and that's something when i started talking a lot more, more about manifestation for example it's like i've read all the damn books but i always felt like they missed out on one key component and i just started talking about how i felt like they were missing this component and how to you know, successfully manifest. And it came down to belief, your worth, your confidence. And so that was a stance that I took because it, it was something that I discovered. And I'm like, Oh my god, like this is why I haven't had manifesting success. This is why I think so many others aren't. So that's my position. So don't just be cookie cutter and copy what someone else has created. You're going to get lost. Do something a little differently that's going to make you stand out. Um and again, this this can take a little bit of time. So don't get stressed about like I need to be authoritative right off the get go. Find your flow, find, you know, do your research, you know, like it can take time. For me, it's taken years. Um, I don't think it has to take that long, but just know that like, that is what you should be working towards, not just getting dollars in the bank. It should be, who are you? How do you stand out from others? And also like
1: one, like from another angle too, is getting clear on your ICA or ideal client customer avatar. And, you know, you can take your passion and how are you serving that ideal person? How can you help them? And that is one way to take a stance as an authoritative figure in your space because now you're educating them you're educating them you're transforming their life or I'm, I'm like a lot of people that are listening are wellness entrepreneurs spiritual entrepreneurs and if you can get clear on who you're serving that takes your
0: business already oh, to yeah. a whole new level 100 percent. yeah th- i love that you added that that is like a necessity and maybe you don't have that clarity right away but when you establish yourself as the authority and you get clear on who specifically you're, you're targeting and you're serving, that's when you find your flow. It's going to be really hard if you're just trying to like hodgepodge serve everybody. That actually doesn't make you more money that actually doesn't make you more successful in fact it will make you less successful it'll make you more burnt out it'll make you more resentful what we were just talking about oh i know from experience yeah yeah yeah. same and then the next one i would say is be savvy so how can you start making money so at first you're going to be establishing yourself you know you're going to be you know building this brand building this business so can you consult or coach? Like that's kind of how I started. I was a blogger before and then I just started coaching a little bit, you know, sharing based on on what I knew. Can you start working with brands? So this again is more if you're, you know, influencer status or or even looking to diversify your your existing brand right so you could have a bit of coaching consulting but you could also have brand collaborations can you sell your work can you get published and get paid for it can you create a product or service or program basically just start observing what others are doing and think to yourself how could you do something similar but better or different and you don't need x number of years of experience or x number of followers or anything else all you need is your creativity you can tap into your existing network to help you gain that confidence you need by exposing yourself you know to an audience that's already warmed up so when i say warm audience it's really like people who already know you and already trust you to an extent and really it's often the leverage you need to start making money and I really also want to say like diversify, you know, like how I'm making five figure months now is because I've got multiple offers. It's not just one silo offer, which is something that I was doing for a really long time. And it was only getting me so far, especially if you're, you know, only offering one-on-one that can get rather taxing because you're having to physically, you know, be there and do the work, but yeah, creating like programs or something that's digital and automated so you don't have to physically be there that's what like the most successful entrepreneurs do is they automate they create programs where they can continually kind of upgrade or update the material but like they're very hands-off and that is like how you generate like so just be creative like be savvy think a little outside the box like basically you call the shots when you're a business owner you get to create whatever the heck you want to create and basically your job is to just sell people on that so Stop looking and trying to copy exactly what other people are doing. Look at it for like inspiration and, you know, an idea as to what others are doing. But like, it is totally okay for you to make your own rules when it comes to your business and to create programs that no one else is doing. Like it doesn't have to follow the same formula. In fact, if you're trying to follow someone else's formula so strictly, like you're not creating, you're not allowing room for your own creative energy to come through.
1: Yeah. And especially for people who are coaches, yoga teachers, people who are wellness, spiritual entrepreneurs who are taking more one-on-one clients, it is the most natural to like have your bread and butter start by being that.
0: I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: And then it comes to a point, maybe you're, you're a few years in and you're like, okay, this is really taxing on my life. I have no life. I'm exhausted because it's all one-on-one. So, doing these online programs and being creative with it and you know we do know that people are really successful by doing these online programs and it is a lot more lucrative because it doesn't require
0: your physical presence in every moment yeah, but they still get the benefit of learning from you and working with you in a capacity like I would say there's a a, a lot of people who are who are um you know, open to learning in that way. Right. And, and yeah, like there's so many opportunities. There's so much, so much that you can do with your business. So I really just encourage you to be savvy and think outside the box. And then my last piece of advice or, or my last tip would be like, just start not tomorrow, not next week. Just do the damn thing today. You know, stop trying to wait for that perfect time or opportunity. It's not ever going to come. In fact, in the time that you're waiting for that perfect time, and I say that in quotations, someone else is going to swoop in, like someone else is going to take that inspired action. And, you know, true success comes from that inspired action. We can daydream, you know, we can, you know, wish and hope till we turn blue in the face, but without action, you're not going to get very far. And like I said, like, let it be messy. Let it be cringy. Let it be laughable, you know, like just start. No one is standing there watching your every move, and judging you and if there is someone who's doing that they're not your people you got to get them out of your get, get them right out <laughs> like good riddance because it's never going to be the right time like it, there's always going to be something that could take precedence or you know take priority but when is a better time to prioritize your freedom your financial freedom your time freedom your success. your like, I don't know. Like to me, it's like, I want to start yesterday. Like I want, I want to prioritize me. I want to prioritize my goals and my vision.
1: The reality of your, like the people listening right now, if the reality of your life is you're still in your nine to five. Yeah. Okay. During the week, the weeknights, you might feel a little bit tired. Like it's probably not your most inspired work to get things done then, but You know, if you really want to achieve that success, you might have to sacrifice going out on a Friday night so you can wake up fresh on a a Saturday morning and get five hours of your inspired passion work in. And you do have to like balance out like this is why covid and a crisis right now is a perfect time to get your passion up and running because we're not technically supposed to be it like going out. So it is a it no is excuse. a good time. <laughs> yeah, you have no excuse. You have no excuse you get a good night's sleep and wake up on the weekend and dedicate like five hours and it can be split split up that that five hours adds up and i know it seems like daunting because you want it out tomorrow but if you can spend five hours and work towards goals for bigger projects whether that's maybe getting your brand together maybe that's getting your website launched or getting creative with your social media calendar whatever that is each of those hours is like just a step in the right direction yeah totally
0: and just to like add on to one thing you said it's like your path to success is going to require you to rearrange your lifestyle the social aspect the drinking the partying whatever whatever like that you're going to have to change and if you're not willing to make sacrifices and changes in your life and that could be people in your life that could be the the types of activities you're doing in your life your success is going to be impacted like you really do need to prioritize you and prioritize your success i mean i come from like and i think we've talked about this like I used to be a really big partier. And for a long time, I hindered my success because I favored social time. I favored, you know, being in the cool crowd and doing the cool things. But eventually I was like, this is getting old and I'm sick of being broke. And I'm sick of like not actually doing the things that I want to do. People in my life dropped off. You know, I stopped, like I stopped going out on weekends and instead waking up and working out in the morning. And then I don't ever really take a day off. I'm always kind of doing something, but because I love what I do, it doesn't feel like work. And I'm willing to make little sacrifices, even if I'm like visiting family, or even if I'm visiting friends, like to me, it's just like, this is just my life now. And those who truly love me just accept it as well. And they're like, okay, cool. Like, I think, yeah, it's like sacrifices will have to happen. But if you love what you do, and I know that you guys are all passionate about something, that's what it takes. And I do talk to a lot of wellpreneurs because I think we attract very similar types of clients or women. The ones who become successful are the ones who are willing to like put in the work and like put their head down and do it. The ones who don't see the success are the ones who are like, oh yeah, sorry, I've just had a really crazy week, like this and this and this happened. And they just make excuses. And I see those excuses and I'm like, that's your prerogative. But the thing is, we all have a choice. we all have the same amount of choice. My choice is always going to be success, not even success that I'm like money hungry or like greedy It's like just bettering myself and bettering my life and bettering the opportunities and that's what i'm driven that's what i'm driven by, and I pivoted that choice from a very unhealthy lifestyle, a very unhealthy mindset but it's a choice i didn't come from money i didn't I, I really didn't but like I made a choice and I didn't make that choice that long ago either so it can change very quickly as soon as you do make that choice
1: and you know we have listeners too that are you're probably in their 20s and I guess my biggest piece of learning it like from that experience because I've been running a business and I've never worked for someone else since I was 23 like I've always had my own business and My biggest lesson, though, too, because similarly to you, and we've talked about it a lot, is I prioritized partying as well. I loved going out, being social, you know, even after I went to India and, like, went and found myself. (laughs) I... (laughs) i I, victims (laughs) of fun. (laughs) I loved fun, and I love social outings, but, like, 20-year-old Vatina wasn't thinking about present moment Mm. Vatina, and... know i've i've had to do a lot of cleanup i've had to clean up the choices that i made at that time and they were my choices i have to take responsibility for those choices and it's now making new self-empowering choices that are driven towards success and you know success is not necessarily an abundant financial life that we're talking about it's the life of waking up in the morning and feeling fresh and good like starting your day with your meditation or your workout or your journaling or whatever that morning looks like to you in your dream world and like getting to work creatively on your projects with clients, having time to eat a healthy lunch and dinner and, you know, spending time with my boyfriend or your partner or whoever in the evening, however you want to spend your evenings. And that is like a vacation every day when I get to do that.
0: Something that just came to me, it's like, you learn to fill your own void because to me the like partying lifestyle that i came from or like the poor like lifestyle choices i've i've made came from you know something deeper right like a a void i wanted to fill and i think when you learn to fill your own void through what you just mentioned any and all of those things your life becomes more expansive you become more open to receive you know and and again when i say receive it's not just about money coming through it's just about abundance in every form. And that's what I'm about. Like when I can get, you know, a better high doing these things than I can in any other way, like that, that's what I'm driven by. And yeah, that's kind of my motivation. And I think that's something that I had to learn. So it's kind of like unlearning, you know, old patterns to relearn or learn altogether something just way more empowering. That's
1: awesome. Yeah. Always such a good
0: conversation with with you.
1: I know. (laughs) I I wanted this episode to be 10 minutes and it's probably like 40 now. Uh, But it's such good information. And I know that we could keep talking. And I know that our listeners are going to dig what you're doing. What's going on right now? What are you doing that? And where can they follow you?
0: Yeah, so I think the best place to start is Instagram at Freedom Range. I encourage you to pop on over, give me a follow. We can connect and chat more. Yeah, various programs that are available, but why don't you just come hang out with me for a bit first and then if anything speaks to you, then we can chat further. But that's kind of my my main hangout spot these days.
1: Amazing. And she's very active and always has very entertaining and educational content. So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Seal of approval. Yeah. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you again so much for joining
0: us. Yeah, thanks, girl. This is always the best time, and I appreciate you thinking of me.
1: Okay, that's it for this week's episode. To stay inspired in between our episodes, you can head on over to Instagram and follow us at Your Soul Compass and at Wonderful Soul. For free meditations and mindfulness guides, you can head over to wonderfulsoul.com. And please don't forget to hit subscribe in your podcast player so you never miss an episode. And please, 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 if this content delighted you, leave us a note telling us on iTunes. I read every one of these personally and your feedback really helps me grow the show and produce the type of content you find valuable. Thank you you beautiful soul, for dedicating time to your self-discovery journey. Not only are you contributing to your own mental and emotional well-being, but you are contributing to a healthier, more harmonious world and raising the consciousness of our planet. You are amazing and beautiful just the way you are. Thank you for being part of our journey and thank you for letting us become part of yours.